先喝这两个，然后再喝这个，然后 Nicole 在最后喝。<笑> All right. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is Wayne. Oh no, I'm Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of Wayne, we actually have a special guest this week, and he's here with us. So hello, Wayne. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so I feel like we should have saved like a more dangerous episode to have Wayne on because I feel like ju- whenever Justin injures himself, the first person I think of is you. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're, I think this is going to be a pretty benign episode, at least in terms of risk of injury. Yeah, everything's yeah. already been cut and uh, <laughs> yeah. plated, so <laughs> yeah, no, um, no cutting involved today. Yeah. No cutting. This is a cutless episode. And this is、uh, episode twenty. And、yeah, so that's a big landmark,、Woo-hoo. and we didn't even plan to like line it up with Wayne being on here. It just worked out that way. So sweet, it's pretty sweet.、Um, and we also have a guest that's off mic today, but、uh, she is with us in spirit and spirits, and it is Wayne's mother. She's visiting from、uh, from out of town. So,、uh, so this is my mom.、Uh, her name is Anne, and、uh, she's come to visit me. And thanks to her, she has、uh, gracefully helped us out. Uh, to help us prepare some of our snacks today. I thought you were going to be. I thought you were going to say like, and thanks to her, I'm alive. <laughs> oh, and thanks to her, I'm alive. <laughs> I thought that was just going to be like the end of it. <laughs> but、uh, but yeah, most importantly, yes, most importantly, yes. Yeah. So because of her, she saved me from cutting things and cutting myself. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> good dexterity. Very dexterity. High dexterity scores. So do we want to say everything we have, or do we want to? You want to take it one by one? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do it one by one. So what should we try first? Um, well, my recommendation is、uh, so these are all very common snacks. I'm just going to tell you guys. So this plate right here,、uh, this round plate, we have some very traditional Taiwanese like snacky foods,、mm-hmm. uh, and, which we love. Yes, which we love. And、uh, so we have some boiled eggs, which Andy's going to love. Which Andy's going <laughs> to love. R.I.P. And <laughs> do you here, have syrup of epicac? <laughs> <laughs> no. Now over here we have some tofu. And、uh, this tofu is a kind of hardish tofu, so it's not that that super soft consistency. Next to it, it is the、uh, seaweed.、Uh, that looks good. Also known as the kunbu, and then we have some、nice. pork, all of them stewed. Sweet.、Oh, yep. Wow. And then my favorite plate is next to it,、uh, and this plate is the、uh, pan-fried dumplings that I usually make for my friends and family. And you make them obviously from scratch. You're、yep. not like you know like opening up like you're like I make it for my friends and family, and like you open like. <laughs> Here's、yeah. the package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I I helped Wayne fold some dumplings once. This is a good story. <laughs> Did you get invited back? <laughs> <laughs> This is a good story. Story、um, time. Okay, story time. I was getting to Wayne's house early, so I played D and D at Wayne's house. We were doing the podcast, and I was like, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be able to be at your house early." And he's like, "Great, that's great. You can help me fold some dumplings." I'm like, "Sweet, I'll do that." So I get there, and he's like, "I've made twice as much stuff because you're here, so we can get through it, and we can make." All these dumplings. I'm like Wayne. The same amount of people are coming. You, We're not going to be able to eat that many dumplings. And he's like, Oh yeah. This is just like a test. <laughs> Because already Wayne makes too many dumplings. Like it's, it's a thing.、So、there's already like you know there's so many bowls of dumplings, and we're all like overstuffed. And so he's like, we can make twice as much. I'm like, but there's the same amount of us. Wayne wasn't looking at the guest list. He was、no. looking at the production line. Yeah, he was looking at the production. I was just looking at maximum efficiency, man. Like, oh, twi- twice. You got, your, ca- you twice got your calculator.、Speed. You're like, 
Okay, one dumpling maker times two. That's two. Make twice as much. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, Andy, you've never had his dumplings, have you? I've never had your dumplings. That's going to be good. So let's just try Okay, let's go into dumplings. Dump, dumplings are good. And then we have a drink that we're going to we'll go through oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit when we get to the drink part. But I think we need a little food in our stomach first. Yeah, let, let, let's do that. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Yep. All right, well, let's have at it, guys. So is there a sauce for the dumplings? Oh, yeah. Uh, so this sauce is a, a homemade sauce, and it has a satay base to it, and got some mirin. Got some it's got what mirin? Okay, uh, mirin <laughs> is a uh, again like most Asian type stuff. It's actually made from fermented rice. That's fantastic, and it has that sweetness to it that tempers the saltiness. And when you put it together with things like satay and soy sauce, it gives that umami taste. Mm. And it's also slightly chilly because I added, uh, slightly hot because I added some uh, chili sauce in it uh, with some garlic. Is it umami because when you eat it and it's delicious, like, ooh, umami. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly how the Why? Japanese call it. Yeah. They, they, they well, that's knew. all the time we have today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm trying to think of an aipapi sort of equivalent, but I can't. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get into it. Those look fantastic. Yeah. And so, you know, tell us what you know and what's what's your experience with dumplings. I mean, you don't have to do a, you don't have to pull up Wikipedia, but like what has been your experience and what do dumplings mean to you? What do dumplings mean to me? Well, I mean, growing up, this was like food when everybody comes together for a party. When I was much younger, I was at home. My mom and dad, they would just go out, buy some groceries, and we, you know, we just come back home, chop up all the stuff, mince it all together with uh, mincemeat, and we just say, yeah, this is dinner. And the thing is, kids, if you don't fold the dumplings, you don't get to eat the dumplings. Oh, man. <laughs> and and that was an impetus for us to actually come together and learn. So it actually became like a family uh, uh, get-together type Test. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we, we at, at the very beginning, we we're all uh, trying to learn, and it just became a, a very fun type of thing. You know, Sunday afternoon, all the families sit together. We talk about stuff. We talk about school. We talk about people that we don't like. And then, <laughs> and then we fold dumplings. And, we, at the, and at the end, we have a great meal. Awesome. It, would, it would just be like um, just a gab fest. Yeah. It sounds like the same thing that happens at like knitting clubs. Pretty much. Except yeah. you get to eat the scarf. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you eat we, the we, scarf. It's time for the sweater eating contest. Yeah. <laughs> rom, rom. yeah. Less fiber, I would hope. Should I get a spoon for the sauce or should yeah. I just like dip it in there? Uh, yeah, a spoon would probably be best. So, so you made them at home. Yeah. And then you brought them here and then fried them up? No, I fried them up at home. Fried them up yeah. at home. Oh my gosh. The best way to eat this is you fry it up and you eat it immediately off the pan. It's, uh-huh. That's that's the best. Uh-huh. But uh, because of... Constraints? To, yeah, certain constraints. Yeah. We, But, you know, it, it'll taste good uh, anyway. I mean, it's... Yeah, it smells fantastic. It looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the aesthetics are just like really <laughs> on point. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, it took me a while to learn how to fold these, but Wayne was a good teacher and uh, <laughs> figured it out by the end. I had a great teacher. This is my mom. Mm. Yeah, they're one biters, right? Are you taking bites out of it? I'm not putting the whole thing in my mouth. I do two biters. They're kind of big. <laughs> what would you relate the size of this to? Like uh, a fortune cookie, almost? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit bigger. stretched out. It's bigger than a fortune mm-hmm. cookie. And this is what my, I make for my D&D group. I gotta start playing D&D. It's good. Like, obviously it's better warm, but I, I feel like it's not like bad cold. You know yeah, what I mean? No, like some, cold. some foods, you eat hot, and then once they get cold, you don't like, you don't want them. Yeah. But these... I mean, the flavor and everything is still there. They're still delicious. Yeah. Mm. And there's more in the back, so. Okay. In classic Wayne fashion. <laughs> in the kitchen, there's a still bowl of dumplings in there. So. 
the never-ending dumpling supply. All right, I've got a couple questions for you. What the heck was inside that? So, um, <laughs> you can make dumplings out of literally anything. Like traditionally, a sh- shoe. Try a shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, l- old discarded leather bits. So, is the word like dumpling just mean a folded over thing with? Stuff inside. Pretty it's not much, like specific yeah. to yeah. like what's like, inside. Dumplings is very much a Western word. In Chinese, we call it sui jiao. Um, jiao is just something that food that you fold into a piece of dough. Sui meaning water, because traditionally you boil them. Mm-hmm. But dumplings is very much a Western word. In this particular word, it just means you know something folded in some mm-hmm. dough and cooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how we roll over here. Yeah, that's how we roll. We're just like. Was that a dumpling joke? <laughs> that's true. A <laughs> dumpling pun for you. No, we just like that's kind of hard to say. We'll yeah. just uh, turn it into our own word. Yeah. yeah. Now, these particular ones are made with ground up turkey because they're much more lean and it's healthier. And there's also cabbages, uh, some scallions and uh, some garlic chives in there, as well as a little bit of onions and carrots. And the flavor, food. the flavor is balanced. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes you get a dumpling and it's just uniform like just one thing yeah right but that had like good mouthfeel you could just identify the fact that there was like more than one thing in there but Mm -hmm. it didn't like it wasn't like this like undercooked Mm -hmm. anything in there everything was just like it still had a little bit of its uh kind of vegetable texture but then you definitely could taste the meat in there oh yeah Yeah. it was fantastic so how old were you when you made your first dumpling when i made my first dumpling that i can really remember i was already in canada so i was maybe eight years old okay oh wow eight nine years old so you weren't making dumplings before you could walk no no (laughs) but uh yeah (laughs) they were like they're all like sitting there yeah don't make the ones that wayne made because i'm pretty sure he put a lego in one of them (laughs) (laughs) wayne didn't follow instructions it's funny you see that because dumplings is as a traditional chinese food is like a very important thing so like a there's a New Year's Chinese celebration where they would make all these dumplings together as a family, and then in one of them they would hide a coin. Oh no! They hide a dumpling? coin inside, yeah, in oh. the dumpling. And then what they would do is uh, they would cook it up, unbeknownst to people, and they would feed it to the entire family. And whoever <laughs> ah, and they they find a coin. That's the good luck coin, and they have good luck. You just rest. broke your tooth at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how old, how old is this tradition? It's hundreds of years. So, like, so should well I be worried before... in D and D about like cracking my tooth on a coin? <laughs> no, no, no. That's only that's the I mean, only <laughs> only if we play Dungeons and Dragons around like New Year's time. Okay, Chinese New Year's. So time. avoid that during like Chinese New Year's time. Like, he's gonna like reexamine. He's like, how good is my dental plan? Well, see, that's why you do the the, the two bite method. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, it's a coin test. <laughs> this is yeah. a coin test. Well, you'd still end up breaking your tooth, but you won't yes. like choke on it. Mm-hmm. Or you can just swallow the penny, and it eventually comes out. <laughs> true about the same time frame as corn too yeah yes <laughs> same time frame but uh the uh see dumplings for me personally it's a it's a very uh, it's a very important kind of food for me one because you know it involves a lot of friends and family you know when i was away from medical school a lot of times and we didn't have too much and every time there's a big celebration i would i miss home a lot mm-hmm. so i would tell all my medical school friends to come to my apartment and I would, oh, nice. I would roll the dough. I would buy some meat off of the market, which I never ask as to what it is. It's just meat. And, is it uh, labeled just meat? 
Dumpling well, meat? No, it's just meat. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I would, it's I would spam. I would mince up everything. The thing is, I didn't have a blender, so everything was minced wow. by hand. And then I would fold, it and everybody would come, and they would all make the dumplings, and we would compare who had the ugliest, and then we would eat that, and then it would be a great celebration. Instead of like the ugly did you, like, dumplings. The dump- yeah. Did you like pin the dumplings on a cork board and like, <laughs> like rate them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Randy, this one, this one you made is horrible. Yeah. So you're from obviously Taiwan. Yeah. Moved to Canada. Yeah. What point did you hit the United States? So was it during residency? No, it was doing uh, medical training. So I went to the Caribbeans. I went to Grenada I mean, nice. for medical school. I was there for two years, and I got loads. Sorry about that place. And then uh, <laughs> after two years, I went to Brooklyn. Uh, my first time in the U.S. Wow. And then training in Brooklyn taught me a lot about U.S. culture. And I'm, then, I'm sure it did. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> But it's not everyone, you know? Like, no, no, no. Not everybody is like Brooklynites. But don't, don't go to like Iowa and just be like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> and like, no one's going to like that in Iowa. No. Also, we don't have any listeners in Iowa, so that was kind of a safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> you won't now. <laughs> yeah, they might. Uh, but they might appreciate, you know, my I, propensity for kindness. <laughs> anyway. And then, and then afterwards, I got matched to uh, here in Syracuse. So that's how I came to be here. Uh, well, okay, cool. well, so this is delicious. Else. We still have four dumplings. We don't have to finish them now because I think we should get a little bit of s- the next thing in. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. the next thing, Wayne? Well, uh, I have brought to you guys a selection of sake. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the things about uh, the Taiwanese culture, which, you know, I still, you know, really think are part of my roots, uh, is that the uh, for geopolitical reasons, uh, Taiwan was a uh, sort of a province of Japan for a long time. Yeah. And so Japanese culture and the Taiwanese culture is very much intermingled for good or for ill. And f- for many people, they would say for ill. But for me, growing up in Taiwan, uh, I've just sort of enjoyed Japanese culture. It's sort of one of those cultures that's been side by side along us all the time. Mm-hmm. And um Having snack foods like this, I always like to, you know, have some sake. So I brought a collection of sake. Right. So, yeah, what are we having first? Uh, the first one is a very, uh, uh, it's a very common one. Uh, so there's obviously different classifications of sake. But this one is called the hakutsuru or the uh, white crane. And this is a very Ooh. classic, traditional Japanese sake. Uh, it's exported to all different places. You can probably find this at your local Japanese food store. And... Um, it's pretty good. And this is already poured in our cups, correct? Yes. Wynn's mother, the bartender, is... Uh... Yes. <laughs> She's... <laughs> so, cheers. Cheers. Right? Yeah. We, and we've got these uh, little cups, which uh, hopefully you can see on our social sites. But these are Chinese... You know, what type of cups are these for? Yeah. I mean, is this for sake? So, yeah, no, well, no. You were telling me that sake is supposed to be drank in a specific thing. Yeah. Correct? They're supposed to be drink in, drunk in like, tiny little bowls, but I don't have them. Uh, my mom was just telling me that, oh, you told me earlier I, I could have brought them. So because we don't have that, we have these little teacups. Okay. And what's on the teacups, Wayne? Uh, well, on the teacups is uh, uh, Yoda. On yours? Uh, yeah, and very stylized. And on the back, it writes in Chinese characters, Star Wars. <laughs> well, um, cheers. I've never had sake before. Really? No? It is not what I expected. No. no. What did you expect? I think something more, like less flavorful. No. Well. It's good. I was, th- I was thinking more like a, like a vodka type, ah, more yeah, like yeah. clean. Yeah. So sake is a a kind of a wine-ish, but Mm -hmm. again, it's made from rice. So uh, what they do is they basically brew and ferment the rice all in the same step. Mm. 
the selection of the rice has to be special, and the yeast that they used is called kojin, and kojin itself is a different kind of yeast, so it gives off a different kind of flavor, mm-hmm. and that is the the most basic parts of the sake. So we're having it, and we're also having it room temperature. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've heard of like hot sake mm-hmm. and cold sake. Yes. Now we're having lukewarm sake. Yes. So, so the, what's up with that? The wonderful thing about sake <laughs> is that uh, you can enjoy sake at many different temperatures. Uh, s- some of the sake, traditionally, you warm it up over a small fire uh, you, in a little, little porcelain pot, uh, and then you enjoy it warm. Um, many people like it, especially during the colder months in, mm-hmm. in Japan. Uh, I think this will warm you up no matter what, though. Well, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I, so I've had hot and cold, mm-hmm. and I've never had lukewarm. And I was like, hey, uh, Wayne, why isn't there any sweat on that sake bottle? <laughs> but um, the fact that you can have something cold, hot, lukewarm in terms of the alcohol world, mm-hmm. I think that speaks for the versatility of it. Yeah, it's definitely a very versatile thing. And yeah. Some, right? Some... I mean, I love whiskey, but I cannot imagine drinking hot whiskey. No, no. <laughs> That would like burn your eyeballs before it even gets into your mouth. <laughs> I can't even imagine. You'd have to like so, do it in a straw. Anyway. So here in America, at least, there's lots of like cocktails that involve sake. Oh, yeah, are those bombs. like created here or are there actually traditional sake cocktails? I think they're more created here. Yeah, I think uh, that's where most cocktails come from. Yeah. From our cocktail episodes, when I do the origins, they usually end up somewhere in America. Yeah. 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 You take something else and then they say, oh, Start well, chucking stuff yeah. at other stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, put one thing into another. That's so fantastic. traditionally you would drink a straight, yeah. like a neat sake. Yeah. They chill sake sometimes. Uh, it takes away a a lot of the other ambient flavors so you get mm-hmm. more of that peaky alcohol taste mm-hmm. uh, if you warm it up uh it actually so for some people and for some sakes it tastes a little sweeter mm. that was i mean in my experience with sakes that has a little bit of a sweeter flavor than mm-hmm. i remember yeah but it's yeah. been a long time so <laughs> but we've got some other ones to remind us of. oh yes, yes <laughs> yeah that was that that's what i was saying that's why i wasn't expecting it the mm-hmm. sweetness like when i tasted it i was mm-hmm. expecting more of just kind of like a clean maybe just a little bit of taste yeah. More just like more, it wasn't as alcoholic as I was like imagining. How much, um, what's the alcohol like percentage on this? So, generally speaking, for sakes, the uh, alcohol content is anywhere between like 14 to 18 percent. Oh, okay, so it is more like a wine, then. yeah. And this particular one is 15 percent. Okay, wow, that beer we had last week was, was 16 more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, that, that's why like sake is sometimes a very devious kind of drink because it's kind of sweet. And you don't really expect it. You drink a lot of it. Like, mm. oh, this is great with food. Like Manhattans, am I right, guys? <laughs> am I right? Cosmos? I don't think I've ever had a Manhattan or Cosmos. Uh, I've had many Manhattans. When you were in Brooklyn? And here. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't it just called a Brooklyn or something? <laughs> okay. such, all right. Let's move on to try a little bit of food again. All right. So yeah. this combination dish here is a very traditional uh, type dish. So do you eat this all at once or one by one? You can eat it one by one. It's a very snacky type food. So you can eat however much of it that you like. So this is like an like in America we throw a bunch of pepperonis, crackers and cheese on a plate. This is kinda of like the same thing, only seaweed, tofu, egg and pork. Exactly. Okay. So like you, you can go to any Chinese restaurant, like even this stuff that's on a kiosk on the Saturday road, and you can order this as a starter. They call okay. it liang cai, meaning cold dish. Okay. Another uh, way of saying it is called lu wei. Lu meaning stewed. Mm. Wei meaning flavors. So uh, they take basically what they have laying around, they put it in a huge pot, and they stew it for over a long period of time to get that soy sauce flavor and all the other flavors, the meat sauce, into this. 
So, I mean, tofu by itself has real little taste, mm-hmm. but then you stew it, then it's got right. the taste of the soy sauce and the meat all in it. So, please help yourselves. Did he say what was on this as well? Was yeah. it off the pot or on the pot? No, he said it on the yeah. pot. Okay. He did, well, you did sprinkle some chives on it, right? Oh, this mm-hmm. is just green onions. Green onions. Yeah. And then you, what was the sauce you put on it? Oh, the sauce that I put on there is just a, a thickened soy sauce paste. Okay. Nice. I like the, um, it almost has like a barbecue... You know, it's stewed, but like the tofu is is still nice and light on the inside yeah. and has like that like barbecued or um, smoked sort of look mm-hmm. to it, even though I know it's stewed and soy sauced. I'm going right for the tofu I'm first. Just take it that yeah. quick. God bless America. Yeah. It's great. Mm. Get some of this pork too. Oh, yeah. Don't eat the eggs, Andy. I know. So I'm going to eat the seaweed. So what's up with the seaweed? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You do? Oh. Yeah, no, I do, I do. It's like noodled seaweed. Yeah. Is it like minced or like uh, pulverized and then turned into a noodle? No, no. This is just seaweed. Yeah. So when I was at Wayne's last night, she was cutting, you know, it was a big square that she was... Wow, a big seaweed sheet. Yeah. So sheet of this... Sheetweed. Sheet... <laughs> so this, this seaweed, they grow in huge clumps on the ocean. Right, and they would yeah. Just, like, hoist it up. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is they dry it after they soak it and wash it in brine. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, they just dry it up until it gets all almost like the consistency of very hard cardboard. Mm-hmm. And they package that and sell it. And then to cook it, what you have to do is you have to reconstitute it with water mm-hmm. and, you know, soak out all the brine. And then you just roll it up with some toothpicks, put it into the stew, stew it. And then you can kind of chop off or like slice exactly. it off. And slice it in ribbons. It has a familiar flavor, but I can't think of what it is. Maybe like some vegetable I've had, I feel like. I thought it was kind of a neutral flavor. Like not in the bad way either. Now, the thing is, if you pulverize this, you can actually make the seaweed wrappings that you would find in sushi. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So if you pulverized it and dried it out and layered it onto like a sheets, mm-hmm. then that would actually become the... Uh, the sushi wrapping. Yep. And in Japanese, they call it the nori. So I actually like it in this form better. You do? Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's pleasant, yeah. you know? And the thing is, if you ever you know, talk to a ramen chef and stuff like that. Uh, They talk about the umami flavor of the ramen soup. A critical ingredient is the kumbu, is the seaweed. Interesting. Mm. See, after you stew the seaweed, the seaweed itself has a very neutral flavor. All the flavor of the seaweed goes into the stew Mm. and therefore into the other things. And it just kind of becomes, you know, because, I mean, stew, unless you're putting something in at the very end, Mm. a lot of the flavors just kind of all blend together and soak. Exactly, What's this? Can I have this? That that would be an egg. It is good, though. I'm eating that right now. Yeah. Is this also lead-free? <laughs> yes, all of this is lead-free. Okay. Very good. Very good. So, now, let me sprinkle yeah, some lead in really just good. for you guys. <laughs> because, like, it's kind of like a, what would you call it? Like a hard-boiled egg, kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hard-boiled egg. But then yeah. you've stewed it? Yeah. Because it's got, like, really good flavor to it. Yeah. You stew it with the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And what happens is the meat flavor goes in, the kumbu flavor goes in, the soy flavor goes in. It takes a while to, for the yeah. egg to actually get flavored and colored. So but yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. It's one of the, like the best forms of egg I've ever had. Yeah, and we we love this. We love eating this kind of stuff. All right, we're gonna try. Mm-hmm. So which sake is this that we so, were poured? So this is a the the, the next sake. Uh, it's called the Fuki. And this one I've seen at stores. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a popular. Yeah. This is a very popular brand that's uh, exported from Japan to uh, the U.S. Again, you can find it in most different places. Hmm. And it is a very uh, standard representation of sake. Please enjoy. I think I'm going to have to drink sake more. Let's yeah. do it. I like the flavor. Can we just be experts in it? We can. We can I mean, work on it, yeah. right? No one will it is tasty, call us experts. Yeah, like, it's it got a really like a unique flavor. 
It's sweet, but not in like a sugary sweetness. No, it it's isn't. more like a. Where does it get its sweetness from? Because rice itself yeah. isn't. That's where they get it from. The, the idea about using the rice, first and foremost, they have to use a very special rice. They use a very different kind of long grain rice. And to use the rice, they have to polish it. So if you go ahead and look at different... I think it's pronounced Polish? Polish. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Japanese people fly Polish people in <laughs> just to make their... Yeah. And then the Polish people look look at the dumplings and they're like, uh, we kind of do things a little different. <laughs> we put cheese in there. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so what happens is uh, they would... Um, they would take the long green rice and that what they would do is they would basically shake it and polish it against rough surfaces so that the outer part of the rice gets broken off. Mm-hmm. And the core of the rice is the starch-rich part. And that is where the sake derives the sweetness. I'm just stuck on thinking about cheese dumplings now that you said that, Wayne. <laughs> we, we, there, there Justin a... literally heard nothing after when you... <laughs> I was very distracted. You said... None of the educational part matters at all. You were joking about the cheese and the dumplings, and I was thinking, like, oh, like, Wow, that sounds really good right now. Went to one of those, like, dream worlds on, like, a TV show, and then, like, <laughs> yeah. there was, started like, a cartoon like... cloud above my yeah, head. Yeah. It, just, it like... started off, like, story time music, but, like, Justin wasn't sharing it with anyone. Mm. <laughs> this is for... um, I'm going to eat the pork now. I haven't had it This is Mind yet. Temple. The seaweed is so good. You did a great job. So it's interesting. So the tofu is really good too. Yeah. And I know people that say they don't like tofu. Yeah. And I don't really understand because tofu just tastes like it's what neutral. You cook. Yeah. It's like a chameleon. It just kind of like blends into what you've exactly. baked it with. Yeah. So whatever like, you cook it with is what that's going to taste yeah. like. So I don't understand the, maybe it's a texture thing. Because like, I feel like I've met people that are like, I don't like the taste of tofu. I'm like, tofu is anything. Yeah. <laughs> Who cooked it? You yeah. Know, like, like what'd you cook it with? Something yeah. that you didn't like? Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> I, I also think people sometimes have an aversion to even the thought of replacing, like, meat with some, some other uh, thing. Mm. I mean, I was like that for a long time, right? And if you gave me, like, a tofu burger and then a burger side by side, I'd probably pick the burger unless someone told me, like, oh, that tofu burger is, like, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Well, people want to replace something with flavor and texture, I think. Ah, right, so when you, right, right. when you replace, instead of throwing beef in something, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to put some tofu in. Yeah. But then people taste the tofu, and it's like that weird, kind of like a little bit rubbery texture. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't like tofu. I really think you got to think of tofu not as a replacement. No. It's you know what I mean? Thing. Like, I think yeah. people think of it as a replacement, mm-hmm. but it's just its own thing that, I don't know, it's good. Okay, so you've never had sake before today. Correct? No, I've not. So you had the white crane first, mm-hmm. then we had Fuki. Uh, what was your flavor differences? Could you... I think the second one was a little bit... Had a little bit more flavor, like stronger. I thought it was a little bitier, though, and a little yeah. less sweet. Would you the con- sweetness was a little bit more subtle, but it was good. Would I you concur? Yeah. yeah. Of the two, I do prefer the white crane mm-hmm. a little bit better. So what are we trying mm-hmm. now? So the one that is being poured right now this is... This is the nice one, right? Yeah, this is the nice one. <laughs> So there's definitely many different levels and grades of sake. This one is considered a a genmai sake. And uh, what it is is basically the most highest grade of sake that you can get. So without a certain kind of prerequisite that are met, you cannot actually print those words on the bottle. Wow. Yeah. The rice has to be a particular kind of rice. It has to be polished to a particular degree. And then you have to make it with a particular kind of yeast. Wow. Uh, and then your quality has to meet a certain kind of standard. It's delicious. Yeah. I think it had the smoothness of the first one. Mm-hmm. It had a little bit more flavor. It had know, a little afterburn, just... though. Yeah. As compared to even the first two, I would say. Yeah. And this actually has more of a full floral slash fruity taste mm-hmm. when you first taste it. And this is all coming from the rice and yeast. Yep. There are no other ingredients to sake other than rice and yeast. No. Yeah. Uh, so this also... Um, 
is actually made from two different kinds of rice. Oh, so it's yeah. a blend. Yeah. Do a, they blend it before they ferment or afterwards? Blend before they ferment. Wow. I love having Wayne on because he really does his homework. <laughs> 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 but no, no, this is... This, this is, is so good. It's delicious. Yeah. It's, this is... So this is a good example of when you so spend a little more money, it does taste good. So sake, does, it keeps like wine though, right? You would have to eat it, drink it. Fairly quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Most sakes don't keep. Um, yeah. Only f- very fewer kinds of sake you can actually keep mm-hmm. for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so usually sake is a very seasonal thing. They brew it a season or two beforehand. Mm-hmm. It takes about nine full months for it to fully ferment and then bottled and cleared. So then it's more like a yearly type of industry. Hmm. Yeah. So it takes nine full months, huh? Yeah. Like a baby. Like a baby. <laughs> like a little baby. Like We're just my, making her a little sake baby. Yeah, like a little sake bomb. <laughs> sake bomb baby. So I think that's why, that's one of the reasons why I like whiskey is because it keeps. So yeah. like by myself, if I bought like a thing of sake, I'd have to like, I had to You'd just like, go to town on the sake. <laughs> crack your knuckles and be like, yeah. guess I'm going hard this week. Here weekend. we go. I'm helping <laughs> this sake. Yeah. yeah. So... Sake and cereal. But that's cool. <laughs> I, think, I guess I didn't realize that sake was so close to like a wine. I yep. was thinking of it more as a liquor, mm-hmm. which is why I think I was surprised by the flavor. Yeah. Because I was, I was expecting... Like a deeper a burn? A stronger... Yeah, yeah. You know, I was expecting like a 35, 40% oh, yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah. I can get that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... Uh... In the winter months. Winter, in the winter months. How Where we need to really warm our bones. Yeah. yeah, during Christmas we could have the eggnog sake. Have you heard of yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, yeah. I hear on. that's a good drink. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just, I really, really like the fact that this can be cold, hot, lukewarm. Yeah. That's fantastic. One of the best ways to enjoy this is if you don't have a little fire pit is you take put it in a cup. And microwave it for about six to seven seconds. We can we can do that right now. Justin doesn't have a microwave. Oh, never mind. <laughs> do you not? Okay. I don't have a microwave now. Well, where would I put a microwave? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Hot pockets in bed. That's that good. Hot, po- hot pockets in bed sounds good. <laughs> I That's what you do. I don't so, agree with either of you. You put a micro- microwave in your bedroom, right? Yeah. Okay. Go. So you get breakfast hot pockets. Breakfast Put hot one pockets. in the microwave. Go on. Close it. Go to sleep at night. Your alarm goes off. Instead of hitting a five-minute snooze on that, you set the microwave timer. Go back For to five sleep. Minutes. You wake up to a hot, hot pocket. Breakfast. How long does a hot pocket go in? Justin be like, I need ten more minutes, and it's like exploding. <laughs> it's like three, it's like three to four minutes. You would go to sleep for three or four minutes. That's so. The th- I wouldn't because I'd be too excited about the hot box. No, you would not. It, that would that would lose its luster, Justin. You know it. You know it. <laughs> you really just wake excited up about like a kid on Christmas waiting for your parents to wake up to open the presents. I'd be like waiting for the ding, waiting for ding. the hot pocket ding, mm-hmm. ding. If I could get away ding. for it to start going, you know, if there was an app on my phone that would start my microwave to get like that'd a be really expensive like a, microwave, a Wi-Fi just microwave to eat hot pockets. So all you Apple engineers out there listening to this pod, if you, you know what to make next for mm-hmm. your iPhones. If you see Justin posting on the Facebook, or if you see any of us posting on the Facebook, and it says like "sent from Justin's microwave," you know we hit it big. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can do that in like your fridge. No, like, imagine not, sending a text from your microwave. Fridge. It's just like beep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I love This it. is so good. Yeah. I'm just smelling my cup now. Yeah. It's just ah, it's just good. Let's yeah. just do this more, right? Can yeah, this just should. Justin's gonna like Justin's gonna get some like, you know, Asian cuisine like hot pockets and then 
we'll like do that for an episode and then you'll be like and now we've got a 38 dollar bottle of sake and i'm like to go with the hot pockets bad pairing justin <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> inappropriate yes so this next uh, the last uh, of the sake that we brought is a nigori also known as the muddled sake or Ooh. the dirty sake and what it is is sake that has been only roughly filtered so that some of the lees or the, some of the particulates from the actual fermentation process remains in the sake. Hmm. So uh, the idea is to drink it. But before you drink it, yeah, give it a little shaky shake. <laughs> yeah, ASMR that. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah, it's definitely like it went from a clear to a milky. And some people like the nigori because you can taste the actual rice particles. And it's said to be a little bit smoother. And a little bit sweeter. But this one's not as, like, popular. Right? No, it's also very popular. But if you were, like, a high-class sake connoisseur, if that's a thing, so would if, you think of that as, like, dirty or... No, you wouldn't think of it as dirty. You would think of it as common. I mean, it sound like con- common is such a bad word. I'm sorry about that connotation. Mm, peasants. <laughs> this is so provincial. <laughs> Definitely not worth my palate. <laughs> There's some folks in Taiwan that have, like, a... Like rich, like northeast. Yeah, super rich northeast. <laughs> Ew, you're going on the Cape this weekend? <laughs> the Hamptons? <laughs> this almost has an acetone sort of smell to it. Would you agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. Just so on like the first smell. Yeah. So this is actually best served chilled. So mm. did not chill it. So my apologies. I like it. Very different though. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. It is smooth though, like what you were saying. So yeah. smooth. Yeah, it's very, silty. Very mm-hmm. It's like a very. It's yeah. a little thicker. Like yeah, it's thicker. Like yeah. liquidy, like liquid thicker. But if you if you even just taste the uh, if you t- there's an aftertaste where you can actually still taste some of the sweetness of mm-hmm. the part of the particulate. It definitely lingers. Yeah, that's really good. It's a little it's more sour though. I taste like a little sour. Yes, and that's from the fermentation. Nice. <laughs> knuckles, knuckles on that. Booyah! That's cool. I like this. By the way, do you want to take a quick break? We can. We can get some more dumplings if you want. Oh, yeah. Let's. Okay, let's take a quick break and then uh, we're going to eat some dumplings and we'll be right back. Oh, hey, we're back. Oh, hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. (laughs) We just got some more dumplings because they were too good, so I had to just get more. I'm There's used to ton. being at Wayne's and eating until I, like, can't eat anymore. <laughs> if you, like, rolled out the door. Is this every week? Uh, yeah. No. Well, <laughs> Almost it's either week. dumplings or meat Get sauce. Get your story. <laughs> dumplings or Wayne's meat sauce. That's the... Yeah. What's Wayne's meat sauce? It's delicious. You just eat meat sauce? Are you trying to say chili? No. Wow. <laughs> What's Wayne... meat sauce? So the, the meat sauce is another very traditional Taiwanese dish. Um, you can make it in different flavors, spicy, salty. Uh, I make it a little bit sweet because it's supposed to be a little bit sweet. And um, I don't really have a good name for it. In Chinese, we call it rou cao. Uh, so there's really no good English translation. So it just becomes meat sauce. Rou cao? Yeah, rou cao. It's so good, though. Let's just call it that instead of meat sauce. Yeah, but the meat sauce sounds more exciting. What is it? Does it? <laughs> That's, that's your opinion? That's what you got out of that? Especially when when these guys are saying, oh yeah, it's Wayne's meat sauce tonight, can I put all Wayne's meat sauce? I, you know, now that you say it like that, it does sound a little exciting. It's super exciting. <laughs> but At least it's not Wayne's meat surprise. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh gosh. We'll put on like noodles or rice. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. It's absolutely delicious. We had that last night. Yep. So after this, I guess I was a little voluntold that I'm going to help with graduation photos for someone. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know anything about graduation photos. All I know is you stand there with a very hot robe. No, no, so not like that. <laughs> 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 or I guess senior photos. That's oh, what I mean. That's what senior, I mean. Oh, senior photos. I did senior yeah. photos for our kid ones. I feel like for the guys, they're like clutching whatever like, you know, kind of dumb thing that they were really into in high school or folding their arms. Mm-hmm. Was there a lot of arm folding? There's arm folding, yeah. And then he really liked climbing trees. So there was like a picture of like him in the tree. So technically the same, right? Yeah. He was yeah. holding onto a, a tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was holding onto something that he really liked that was kind of silly at the time. Yeah. So he Mailed it. Yeah. It's usually like a lacrosse stick or a yeah. basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like. And you're like, yeah. You're like, I still yeah. remember my senior photo. What were you holding, Wayne? I was... N- not holding anything in my hand, was just hanging dumbly <laughs> on my side. side. I was staring at the camera like I've never seen a camera before, just <laughs> eyes wide open. Were you at the police department? I'm pretty sure that's a mugshot. <laughs> it felt like a senior photo. <laughs> mm. uh, it was when I had a lot more hair, so I looked like a different person. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I used to have a lot more hair. Like long flowing hair? Well, no. I had the traditional Asian bowl cut, so I looked Straight like every hair. other Asian kid. That's awesome. <laughs> but now I just look like a old Asian kid. <laughs> Which we love. Well, thank you. Thank you. I wonder how many people in like high school, because like, you know, you get like superlatives in high school. How many kids got like best hair and are now bald? Uh, well, that's gotta be such a bummer. You're like, yeah, yeah peaked out at best hair. And it's like, <laughs> and, like they like graduated and then they're like, they're just like losing like clumps of hair just like right after they graduated. Like, oh, oh no. crap. There goes so, best hair. At what point do you know that you're going to go bald? Do you then shave your head and turn it into a wig so then you can keep it? <laughs> so that was not the direction that i thought it was going in so the so this particular story to me is like super super silly so i was in medical school at the time mm-hmm. and i you know i had the widow's peak and it just continued to recede and it looked like as my friends had called it a dead skunk's tail on the top of my head oh wow yeah so it was not a good look so i went back home to visit just for the winter break and my friends they'd all miss me back in canada and what happened was they took me out to one of my good friends, Aruz's apartment. We went eat some Asian food. It was really, really nice. And then at that time, Augustine, another good friend of mine, he, just, he was a little bit drunk at the time, I think. He just says, Wayne, that thing on your head, shave it, man. Shave it. <laughs> just shave it. Did you um, ever do like a frony tail, like a front ponytail? <laughs> no, but I could have, I suppose. I had a very weird comb over type deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was not intended. I just didn't cut it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happened was my three best friends in Canada, they, <laughs> they held you down and they basically shamed me until I oh, sat wow. down on a chair and they got a spare razor from Aruza's apartment Oh, and shaved my head. <laughs> they didn't buzz it first? No, it was just this front part. Oh, wow. So I, I looked like some guy from the Qing Dynasty for a little while without the ponytail. Which I can't picture anything from the Qing Dynasty, so I'm just going to take your word on it. <laughs> Justin's over there like nodding like, ah, oh, yes, the Qing Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm this sorry, has a, um, it. is it banana smell almost? Or coconut? Like an ester sort of smell? I almost smell mm-hmm. uh, pina colada. I kind for some of, reason. I think it may be like the next iteration of that acetone flavor that you're talking about. Because that leads into the, some of the more aromatics to come out. I kind of taste it a little bit now. Yeah. What I was just saying? Like, yeah, this is like a flavor Ouija board. It's not good. My mom was saying that all the flavors are now oh. mixing together. Yeah, for yeah, us. yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all There's blending. There's a lot of things on this table. They're all table. blending. Yeah. 
I'm like, wow, this dumpling tastes like a pina colada. I love it. <laughs> what? What? So is this good. Taste magic. How much, make... co- how much coconut so, did you put in? Have it? you ever made um, <laughs> sweet dumplings before? Um, like, is that a thing? Yeah, there is. There is a thing. Uh, you can make sweet dumplings. There is a version of it um, that we make for desserts. It's called tangyuan. And what it is is basically just a ball of dough with things stuck inside. Instead of cooking it on a pan, you boil it with some water. And after you boil it, you put it in another sort of very, uh, very simple like sweet soup, basically mm-hmm. just sugared water, and uh, you eat that as a dessert. You can eat it at like particular festivals, like Mid Autumn Festival. I think mm-hmm. is when you mm-hmm. eat a lot of that stuff. Special time of the year. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to symbolize, you know, the coming together of a group of people. So they're all circular. It also kind of symbolizes, like, people just kind of stuck in situations, right? Because you just kind of, like, <laughs> shove things in there, right? Yeah, we, we shove things. And we just, That's kind of what it means to me. This is something sweet. We're going to shove it in. This is something not so sweet. I'm going to shove it in. Here's a coin. We're going to shove that in, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just stay away from, like, certain festivals. <laughs> <laughs> certain, certain Asian festivals. Man, that was a big one. That was a half dollar. <laughs> so, like, here in America, you sign, like, a waiver because something's too hot. You go there and you sign a waiver because you might waiver. break your teeth because there's a coin in it. It's the coin waiver? <laughs> it's the coin waiver. You have to do it before you enter the festival. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I can imagine, like, uh, a little bit of sugar on the outside with a little chocolate drizzled over it. And then mm-hmm. maybe inside, like, cream cheese or banana or, I don't know. When did you move to the? Uh, when did you move to North America? I moved to North America when I was eight years old. Um, in your personal experience, mm-hmm. what was the weirdest thing that we're eating over here? If you can remember, what was the weirdest thing that you were just like, you guys eat that? I think the one that got me the most was escargot. Wow, you already eaten escargot? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Dang, I heard about people. Oh, okay, it okay. Yeah. You know, in in when you're in Canada uh-huh. uh, in your high school, you hey. have to learn French. You have to learn about French culture, too. I mean, there were definitely foods that I've never realized existed, like pizza pockets, you know. A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. Justin's A.K.A. the wake-up call. Yeah, <laughs> the wake-up call. I, I never realized that toaster strudel oh, was a so thing. Good. It's right? so good, right? But then when we learn more about things, I'm like, you guys eat what? You guys mm. eat snails? So, oh, Wayne, have you ever had escargot? Yes. Do you yeah. like it? I like it. I really like it, too. When I was in France, I had... Escargot and it was. I like it. It was yeah, delicious. Fine. The, I had escargot with a nice glass of Lagavulin. Nice. The first time I had escargot was actually with my mom. My mom took us to uh, France. For Who's still trip. here, by the way? Your mom's still. Yeah, here. She's, she's still here. <laughs> she's still there. And and, uh, and she uh, we we came to France and we were tr- trying to eat dinner and we're like, what's the most iconic French thing that we can eat? That's awesome. Let's put some snails in our mouths and that's exactly what happened. It tasted like the garlic butter sauce, mm-hmm. which was great. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, very they handed, did, you, yeah. did they give you little tools to eat it with? Because they handed it to me in the tool, and I was like, I have no idea how to use this. It looked like an eyelash crimper or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And so I quickly was like looking up my phone, like how to do it. So it <laughs> like, oh, like yes, of course. I'm like... <laughs> in France, you did this? Yeah. You were just like uh, like burning up like data like on your phone. Yeah. You're like, you're like, doesn't matter. It's really worth it. I know. Don't want to ask. Um, cool. Well, thank you very much for being on the pod today. Well, thank you. No, it's my pleasure to be bringing you guys this food and talking about food. It's, it's kind of what we're all about. Yeah. Thank you for bringing the sake. Thank you for bringing your mother to the podcast. Oh, yeah. She was our like resident bartender. We've never mm-hmm. had a bartender on the pod. No, well, now you. So know. let's talk about some firsts that happened today. All right, firsts. Never had like four people in the same room for the pod. Sweet. So that's a first. Never had a Canadian on the pod. Yes. So Heard never. Never had someone that's bilingual on the pod. 
Never had a guest that made food and then brought it to the pod. And never had Wayne on the pod. So, Boy, there you go. <laughs> so we never had episodes in the twenties. So <laughs> this is the so, first. So yeah, so the first. Hopefully, of many, 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 many twenties. There's only like ten of them, but many hundred twenties. Uh, uh, yeah, well, there you go. Sorry. Many above and beyond. I think we'll get there. Snack pack for life. I got a tattoo. Did you get a tattoo yet? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna yeah. go to the New York State Fair. I'm gonna get a henna tattoo. Just oh, a sleeve, nice! Yeah, just yeah. A sleeve, snack down, or like get a henna tattoo like on your like lower back. That's like in <laughs> just a small of my back. Yeah, jewel yeah. encrusted. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you but for yeah. yeah. Thanks for opening up uh, our eyes to snacks from yes. Taiwan. Yes, and drinks from Japan. Yes, very happy to have shared it all with you guys, and hope to do uh, do it more in the future. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and some other places. And you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. Oh, yeah. How do you say... You can't even translate that. I don't think you can. No. <laughs> um, or like, like eat some snacks or something like that. Sitting uh, <laughs> We'll never be able to say that. Never mind. Let's just do snack you later. <laughs> Let me try something easier. What's uh what's goodbye? Uh we just say bye bye these days. Bye bye. Or we can say Zaijian, Zaijian. Snack you later. And then whatever Wayne said. Zaijian. The fish kisses the thing? <laughs> no, I just no. totally made it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to, like, knock tradition, so I know. <laughs> no. Justin's over there being reverent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like oh, interesting, very interesting. Interesting yeah, fish yeah. kiss. Yeah, that's... <laughs> same, same fish, huh? <laughs>